There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a new natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Ways In, your weekly podcast on intelligent medicine. I'm Layla Mutin, your host. I welcome your emails, your questions, topics of interest. You can email me. It's radioprogram at AOL.com. That's radioprogram at AOL.com. If you'd like to make an appointment, I'm available. In the office, I'm available via telehealth. I'm available via telephone. I guess that's included in telehealth, but we can Zoom. Call the office and speak to Liz, 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. So I'd like to take a question here. I actually got a physical letter from Tom. Oh, how nice it is, by the way, to feel a sheet of paper in my hand with inked writing on it rather than typing, rather than just reading off a screen. So I got this letter in the mail at the office, and this is from Tom. Here's his question. Recently, unquote, Dr. Radio, a caller age 71, mentioned he was taking Repatha to lower cholesterol, and his LDL is now 19. Repatha is one of those pharmaceutical uh, fish oils, just like Lovaza, Vasipa, I believe Repatha uh, is another one. So to lower his cholesterol, and his LDL is now 19. Wow, Tom, is is that a typo? That's awfully low, 19. Wow. The radio host, a cardiologist, said LDL of 19. That's great. It's not a typo. Tom wrote 19 twice. I know you got it right, Tom. It must be 19. Whoa. So the cardiologist said LDL of 19. That's great. The lower the better. Now, cholesterol is needed for many body functions, And it's impossible, naturally, to have an LDL of 19. That's true. My question, says Tom, have there been any reputable studies showing harm to people 
whose cholesterol is abnormally low? Yes. There have been reputable studies. I'm going to mention some. I'm going to mention things in, in, a, in a recent article I wrote about the dangers of very low cholesterol, but I also want to direct you to a couple of books, which I will repeat at the end of this podcast. And one is called The Great Cholesterol Myth, and it's co-written by Johnny Bowden and Stephen Sinatra. Stephen Sinatra, you know, is our integrative cardiologist. So The Great Cholesterol Myth, written by Johnny Bowden and Stephen Sinatra. And the second book I would direct you to, I've read both of these, is Cholesterol Clarity, What the HDL is Wrong with My Numbers. And this is written by Jimmy Moore and the scientific researcher Eric Westman. Westman is a pioneer of low-carb research and research in this area. So this book is called Cholesterol Clarity, What the HDL is Wrong with My Numbers by Jimmy Moore and Eric Westman. I would encourage everybody to get and read those books. So let me get to the dangers of very low cholesterol. First of all, it's a necessary substance in our bodies. It's part of all our cell membranes. It's the phospholipid membrane. And as much as 80% of cholesterol is produced by the liver. Why? Because the body needs it. The other 20% is obtained from diet, which is just fine. Cholesterol is classified as a structural antioxidant and is a critical component of cell membranes helping cells to maintain their proper shape. It is necessary for brain function and hormone balance. Indeed, cholesterol is the substance from which our sex hormones are synthesized. So if cholesterol is very low, guess what? So is DHEA. Guess what? So is, so is testosterone. So if your cholesterol is low, think about it. So is your DHEA, so is your testosterone, and possibly your libido. Not just your libido, but your vitality. It's not surprising that low libido is a common complaint of individuals put on statins for prevention of coronary artery disease. And guess what else will be low? If your cholesterol is that low, remember, we have under our skin, it's called 7-dehydrocholesterol. That cholesterol reacts with the UVB rays that we get in spring and summer, and that cholesterol helps to make those UVB rays into the active form of vitamin D, a pro-hormone. So if you've got very low cholesterol, like an LDL of 19, wow, you're not going to make much vitamin D naturally with the sunlight. Think about that a minute. You're going to have low D, you're going to have low DHEA, you're going to have low testosterone. And did you know that the human brain 
is 40 to 60% cholesterol. And it's not surprising that with long-term cholesterol-lowering medications, your statins, your, <clears throat> your Lipitor, your Zocor, all of those, memory loss and dementia is a common long-term effect. Our brains need that cholesterol. So, um, the substance that I was talking about under the skin, the 7-dehydrocholesterol that reacts with the UVB rays to synthesize vitamin D, this substance begins to diminish after age 60. Around what age are people normally put on statins? Oh boy, that's a double whammy, isn't it? It's around 50s, 60s, some people even in their 40s. So, it's appropriate to take vitamin D supplements all year round and get your vitamin D levels checked, especially at the end of winter and at the end of summer. You will have two different numbers there. And did you know that infants need cholesterol for proper brain development? Large amounts are supplied in human milk. There's a lot of cholesterol in human milk. Did you know that human milk is approximately 55% fat? It's supposed to be. Fat is a necessary macronutrient. As a matter of fact, the mammary gland secretes certain enzymes to ensure the absorption of cholesterol by the infant. And remember, the liver makes 80% of the cholesterol and we get, and 20% is via diet. Where's the cholesterol? It's in the egg yolks, it's in meat, it's in butter, it's in shrimp, it's in other foods, but primarily those. Cholesterol synthesis by the liver operates on what we call a negative feedback loop. The more dietary cholesterol that you consume, the less is synthesized by the liver. So, if you're eating, if you're getting cholesterol from your diet, which you should, your liver will make less of it. It doesn't have to work as hard. But when we're put on a low-fat, low-saturated fat, low-cholesterol diet, the liver makes more cholesterol. Why? Because the body needs it. I just told you all the different, all the different uh, ways that we need cholesterol. And now Tom mentioned, what about reputable scientific studies? Well, guess what? The Framingham Heart Study, one of the biggest studies, it's been going on for decades, the Framingham Heart Study found that those individuals with, quote, desirable cholesterol levels, meaning less than 200, scored lower on verbal fluency, attention, and concentration, and abstract reasoning than those with higher cholesterol levels. So here's one of the biggest heart studies that has been looked at, and a desirable cholesterol, they looked at people with a total cholesterol of less than 200. Never mind the cholesterol of less than 130 if you're taking a statin. Wow. Wow. Think about it. Less than 200 scored lower on verbal fluency, attention, concentration, and abstract reasoning than those with cholesterol levels over 200. 
I don't know a cardiologist that doesn't want your cholesterol total, not only under 200, but under 150, 140. I keep seeing this, this number 127 over and over again in, in some of our patients that have been taking statins for years that come to see us that aren't feeling well. Oh, wow. We know why you're depressed, that you're anxious, you can't remember, you have trouble reason, you, you know, you have trouble with forming your words or, 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 uh, or ordering your thoughts or anything like that, your cholesterol is too low. Very low cholesterol like that is associated with dementia, with depression, with moodiness, aggressive behavior, violence, and decreased learning ability and intelligence. Who needs that? And hello, if that isn't enough, it's also a risk factor for cancer. In fact, a total cholesterol of less than 160 may be a risk factor for cancer and increased mortality from cancer, infections, and suicide. It's not just the COVID lockdowns, the pandemic lockdowns that are causing suicide. It could be your cholesterol is too low. Think about that. You're in lockdown. Your, your total cholesterol is less than 160, 140, whatever it might be. Yeah, not great. Not a great constellation of things that set the stage for things like depression and moodiness and aggressive behavior and violence and suicide. So the question to ask, all right, before I even get to that, cholesterol is the substance... And now I'm going to tell you something. Here's a scenario. You've got, you've got a crack in the wall of your living room, right? You see a crack there. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to call the painter, or maybe you're, going to, you're a DIY person. You're going to do this yourself. What are you going to do first? Or what's the painter going to do first that you call your handyman? What's he going to do? He's going to spackle it. And then he's going to sand it, and then he's going to paint over it. But first he's going to spackle it. He's repairing that crack with spackle. Do you know what cholesterol is? It's a spackle. It's spackle. Cholesterol is showing up in your coronary arteries to repair something. It's a repair substance. Do you blame the spackle? in your living room wall for the, for the crack? Of course not. Of course not. So here's the question to ask. You know, they're attacking the cholesterol, right? Cardiologists want to lower that bad cholesterol, especially that LDL. They want to lower it, but it's actually repair substance. What does that mean to what our bodies are naturally doing to repair and restore? So the question to ask is what's causing the crack? What's causing that damage in your arteries? Inflammatory diet, lifestyle, high blood sugar, high hemoglobin A1C, high blood sugar, high insulin levels, inflammation, all of these cause the cracks and the superhero called cholesterol comes out to repair them. 
Why is cholesterol being targeted when it's a repair substance? What needs to be targeted is the cause of the crack. Right? You know, it's like, and I, I, I'm copying Dr. Hoppen when he said, you know, it, it, it's akin to, you know, whenever I see a fire, I see fire engines everywhere. What's going on? These fire engines must be causing the fire. It's like the scientific researcher or Ansel Keys who developed the saturated uh, fat uh, cholesterol uh, uh, theory and all that and cardiologists see. When I see cholesterol, that, that must be why this is what's happening. That you're getting all that damage is from the cholesterol. The damage appeared there and the cholesterol came to fix it. But now, you know, it, it's like the fire engine's causing the fire. And indicting fat and cholesterol for hardening the arteries is like accusing white blood cells of causing infection. Your white blood cells are the army, the first line of defense from your immune system to help address the infection. So by blaming cholesterol for heart disease is like blaming white blood cells for infection, is like blaming the, the fire engines for the fire. We have to think differently. I'm seeing that through this pandemic, we're coming upon an evolution in the new biology. There's a new biology that's forming in the way that we're thinking about traditional Western medicine. I'm seeing it, and there are a lot of different thought leaders on this topic, and you will see many of them, I'm sure, coming to be interviewed by Dr. Ronald Hoffman here on Intelligent Medicine. It will be very exciting to see how we have to change the way we think about things. And this cholesterol issue is one of them. Is one of them. So, again, I want to point you to these two books by, by scientists and doctors, The Great Cholesterol Myth by Johnny Bowden and Frank, uh, Frank Sinatra, I'm sorry, Stephen Sinatra, <laughs> the cardiologist. They base it on reams of scientific research. It will be there in the appendices of the book. And Cholesterol Clarity, What the HDL is Wrong with My Numbers by Jimmy Moore and Eric Weston. They base it all on valid, reliable scientific research, state-of-the-art scientific research. And listen, what is causing... Your LDL, forget that the number may be high or low for a minute. What causes your LDL to become a small, dense, atherogenic particle, meaning a small, dense particle is going to be more prone to get lodged in the nooks and crannies of those cracks. What's causing that to be more atherogenic or to build up more? You need just the right amount of spackle, right? And the rest we gets any bumps, lumps, she gets, she get uh, sandpapered away. Your painter or your handyman is not going to put so much spackle in that crack that it's going to protrude, right? But when we have small, dense, pattern B, atherogenic LDL particles, that causes the obstructions. 
So what's causing those small, dense pattern B LDL particles? Your diet. Specifically, high sugar, high carbohydrate, high inflammation. High inflammation in terms of your, your grains, your plant seed oils, your vegetable oils that the American Heart Association is still touting as healthy, that the CDC is still saying, avoid saturated fat. Will this message never go away? That's what I'm talking about. A high-carb diet, which leads to high blood sugar, high insulin, high inflammation, lots of cracks in your coronary arteries. Your cholesterol is a necessary substance, not a foe. Tom, I want to thank you for this letter. And I just love that this is a handwritten letter. I, th I think that's just great. But I invite all of you on email to email me at radioprogram at AOL.com with your questions and topics. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.